Contact Center Focus, the Reality Training Podcast. Hello, you're listening to CCF. You've got Jeremy Blake and Bobby Morell with you today. And Bob, tell our audience what we're going to get into this morning. So in today's podcast, we are going to focus on disloyal bonding. So disloyal bonding is bonding with the customer in a way that is clearly and explicitly working with the customer against one's own organization. It's a form of dishonest behavior, but unlike a lie, this one has many layers of dishonesty and it's all masquerading as a favor for the customer. Now, Bob has just read you an early line in our upcoming book all about this topic. We really want you, first of all, today to understand what it is We're then going to give you some examples and we're going to simply put to you why you, the listener, who's clearly working in a contact centre, whatever your position is, why you must stop. So, Bob, let's just expand briefly upon what it is. You've read your definition there. How would someone working in a contact centre be able to hear disloyal bonding around them? And we'll suppose for a moment that our listener today is not engaged in disloyal bonding. What kind of things would they hear from their peers? So let's give you an example of this. And a really good example is insurance. Now, the world of insurance has changed significantly recently, but most of us understand the idea that when we get our renewal for our car insurance through every year or the renewal for our house insurance through every year, we, up until recently, have been in the habit of ringing up and querying that renewal price and uh, trying to negotiate that price with the customer. Now, that in itself is slightly disloyal because they're sending out prices which They don't expect everybody to pay. But in a contact center, it would be a bit like this. So you ring up the contact center and you say, this renewal quote is too high. I don't want to pay that much money. And the person you speak to says, okay, I'll come up with a lower quote. And then you say, can you do any better than that? And they say, let me see what I can do. And they say, I'll tell you what, If you tell me you've seen a cheaper quote on a comparison site, then I can let you have the web rate of £250. And you go, oh, I've just seen a cheaper quote on a comparison site. And they go, right, I'll let you have the website price. So what they've done is that they have completely gone against their own organization. They haven't sold you the value of the policy at a higher price. They haven't explained to you what you're actually getting for that money. They've played a game where they've said, look, we're so corrupt and dishonest that I know that I can give you the web price. If you play this game with me, then I'm not going to get pulled up for it and you're going to get the price you want. So that is a great example of how to be disloyal. So if you're sitting there and Bob's now giving you that whole back context to it, you're hearing all around you, I'll see what I can do. Oh, that is a bit expensive. Let me just have a look. We'll tap away and see if I can come up with something I'd hate for it to be too expensive and you have to look at other competitors, all that sort of stuff. You're immediately trying to say to the customer, hey, we're kindred spirits. I can understand how you're feeling and let's get you a better price. And as Bob hinged in there, nothing about the value of the policy or what it is worth in any way. So that is disloyal bonding in that context. Yes, Bobby. The other thing about disloyal bonding is that you also get people blaming the system, the company, and the process. So you might come through to them to talk about a query you have with them or to buy something, 
And they might start saying, oh, sorry, the system's really slow. Now, why are you saying that? Because that makes me think, God, is your system that out of date that you can't deal with a simple inquiry quickly and efficiently? Or you say things like, oh, they've changed the prices now. Who's they? You know, this sort of (laughs) invisible monster sitting at the top of the company changing all the prices. So it's not my fault that the prices are changes. So I'm deferring the blame that you might put in my direction. Now, we do it because we want to protect ourselves. We don't want to, you know, we don't want the people we're speaking to to feel badly about us. But it's the wrong thing to do. Of course, we don't set the prices. But our job is to sell the products or services at the prices that we're given with enthusiasm and to get the value across. And if we use some of these lies, which is what they are, then that absolutely devalues the company, the product, and, of course, the service that we're delivering. And what tends to happen with mass disloyal bonding taking place in a contact centre is it all becomes about just making a sale or just renewing the customer. Nothing about what it is they've actually bought, nothing about the value that it is. So as we've said, it's more than just the language. You might blame the system, blame the price, blame the organisation, blame policies, blame all sorts of things, rather than actually saying, well, hang on a minute, let's look at this, let's talk to you, let's find out what you need, let's see where the value is for you. It's, it's really a shortcut. So let's move into really why we must stop. So Bob, what's the number one reason why disloyal bonding has to stop? If you imagine that you've got a million customers and every year you have to engage with half a million of them in various forms when they either ring you up or you email them or whatever it may be, if you are using these techniques en masse, i.e. you've got hundreds of people using these techniques, that means every year thousands and thousands of people of your customers are hearing your staff essentially slag off your company, the way you work, your IT, the processes, the pressures they're under. They will be siding with those customers against your company to make you less profitable and less successful. And it is a completely unnecessary tactic to use, but it is being used. And most of us who have companies don't realize that they're being used. And we wonder every year why we have slightly less customers or less profitability, or we need to do more to keep customers. And part of the reason is that you've got your own staff who are, in effect, really damaging the reputation of your brand through this behavior. It's dangerous. Can you imagine some of the world's leading brands doing this? Can you imagine watch people doing this, high tech people doing this? Or even it's not even the value. Can you imagine a low value drink and just somebody slagging off the company when someone goes, I didn't know the drink would be that much. It's not all about the actual price, whether it's a high or a low price. It's just this idea that it's within your right to slag off some other entity that you're connected to. It also makes the customer think, oh, if that's how they think of their brand or think of each other or think of the system, then they don't like it very much. Why should I like it? And so then they vote with their feet and spend their money elsewhere. Now, if you're interested in this topic, we're going to be producing much more information about it. We've written a few blogs about it. You can look on our website, realitytraining.com to look into it. And there's a longer form podcast about this as well on Bob and Jeremy's Conflab. But specifically within the contact center, what we're trying to say to you, it's within your right to make a choice today to say, I will stop being negative about the price. I'll stop being negative about the system. 
Do you think that helps you enjoy your time more, enjoy your work? No, it doesn't. So it has no positive effect whatsoever than, as Bob said right at the start of this podcast, in the short instance of a bond with one single person, and yet it doesn't achieve that. You will also have managers who may be encouraging this behaviour without realising what it's actually doing, because it might help a team hit a target if you engage in these behaviours, but it's doing it in the wrong way. And so actually what managers should be doing is engaging with their teams to point out these behaviours and stop them using them. That is a really important function for a team leader within a contact centre. But also, I think we must understand that this is a very ingrained habit. In some cases, it's completely unconscious because you hear somebody else doing it and you think, well, that sounds good, I'll give it a go. You don't even realise what you're doing is damaging. And the last thing I'll say is, we must remember, we're working in a contact centre, our job is to sell the thing that we are selling, whether it's a product or a service. And if you're going to sell it properly, you've got to do it by getting across the value of that product or service, not by engaging in behaviours like a, a dodgy secondhand car dealer that you know makes the customer think, hmm, this is, that's a bit odd. I didn't expect that from a brand like this to engage in these underhand and unnecessary under-the-counter techniques. We're not in that world anymore. We need to really have some integrity in how we deal with our customers. And that's why we need to get rid of this law bombing. Okay, folks, there's more of these. Thanks for tuning in. And we wish you the best of the rest of your day. Cheers for now. Mm-hmm.